I've heard from a few fans that some of my songs become like the thing that gets them through what they're going through. And to me, that means a lot because I had certain songs from certain artists that did that for me. So it's really cool to be able to do that for someone else. Welcome to another episode of the Interesting People Podcast. I'm joined by podcast alum, Jesse Chris. Hey. So I got to start this up. The last question I asked you the last time we spoke was about Razor scooters. And you would <laughs> joke that you wanted a light up Razor scooter for Christmas. Did you get one? No. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm really sad. <laughs> well, the good news is you did get another Christmas present of being like one of the most exciting billboard artists, right? Yeah, that was definitely a Christmas present. And my little brothers got me a shiny guitar strap. They wrote to Jesse from Ya Bros. Ya Bros. There we go. Does that fit on your ganjo? (laughs) Yeah, it can fit on my ganjo. It's on my guitar right now. I love it. The last time we spoke at In the Street, you mentioned that you're currently working on a book. You're Mm -hmm. also part of the Disney anti-bullying campaign. And you do a lot of shows at schools. I wanted to ask you about that. What got you into that process? Being from Boston and wanting to be a country artist since I was literally 10 years old made me an easy target for people in my school to laugh at me and make fun of me and just be mean. So I had a really hard time with bullying growing up and it really took a toll on my confidence to the point where I used to not be able to talk in front of people like I can now. When I started performing and getting out there as an artist, I found it important to visit schools and just tell kids my story and tell them how I got to where I am now. And because when I was in their position, when I was their age, I felt really trapped and I felt so alone. And I really wish that someone came into my school and talked to me like I get to talk to them. And so it's really important to me. And I'm able to make a lot of really amazing connections with kids through this. And then it led to me writing a children's book about it. Since we spoke, I I've written an updated second version of it. Right now, I'm waiting for hopefully a publisher to pick it up and go from there. I can't wait to see what I'm going to look like as cartoon book character, Jesse. Oh, so it's a children's book. That's (laughs) awesome. So So what's the the target age of it? You know the book, Oh, the Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss? That's a children's picture book, but a lot of 18-year-olds get it as a gift when they graduate from high school. I think it's kind of like a book that's just a life lesson where, yes, it's a children's book with pictures and you can read it to your kids before bed, but also the life lesson is something that all ages can relate to. You're curious to seeing a cartoon version yourself. Does it star a little Jesse Chris yes. that then finds her, I don't want to spoil the plot line, but <laughs> you, it's how you beat bullying or how you find the confidence to sing? Yeah, it's what I went through and how I got to where I am. What was the first time you performed then if you had trouble being in front of crowds? What was that first moment when you stepped out there and realized that, oh, I can do this? So I had been performing since I was five and then I lost all my confidence and stopped performing for a while and it became like my secret. Like I didn't want anyone to know I played the guitar and sang, which is sad because growing up I was always on stage and always in front of people. It's just crazy how much mean words can affect a person Mm -hmm. and really destroy a person. So then it wasn't until I started, I think it was in high school when the field hockey team rejected me. And (laughs) not that I didn't make it, that the girls were really mean. And uh, Oh, no. So you made it onto the team, but it was a... Well, I showed up to tryouts and the captain told the girls not to pass with me because I was the new girl in school. And then they had a Facebook group where they posted my music that they found online. And then they were just commenting the worst things ever. Like, sounds like it's all auto-tune. I bet she's not even good. But like, worse language. Mm. This is like subtle. I hadn't thought of cyberbullying. That's something that I had. Yeah, that dealt was with. that was a big problem for me in high school. 
And then that was like the last straw for me when mm-hmm. when the field hockey girls rejected me. I decided I was done trying to fit in, whatever that means. I just started performing again, mostly because I was angry. <laughs> <laughs> but then the more I got out there and started performing again, the more confident I got and then the more opportunities I got. And then I was out of high school and still performing and it doesn't even matter what they thought or mm-hmm. think. I'm happy now. So Disney, how did that happen? How did you meet Disney? Not Walt Disney or anything. How did you end up working with <laughs> With the Disney Corporation. Well, I guess I'm just super lucky. My manager had been reaching out to them for a little while, and then they got back to us and thought that I'd be a good fit for Radio Disney Country, and they've supported several singles, which is crazy. I can't believe it's been that long already. (laughs) My first red carpet was the Radio Disney Music Awards. If you told me when I was 10 years old I'd get to walk on the Radio Disney (laughs) red carpet, I'd be like, what? It's just been really great. I'm super lucky. You worked for it. That's the good thing, too. Plus, I'm like the biggest Disney fan. I guess it made sense. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite Disney character then? Besides all of them, (laughs) Tinkerbell is great. Belle and Ariel. Kind of wish I was Ariel, but it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you'd trade your voice for a pair of legs. True. But last time I saw you when I had no voice, I felt like Ariel. Oh, oh, that is, yes. Okay, Jesse Chris wins the day. I guess you're going to plan on visiting more schools, right? Absolutely. That's something that I hope to do for as long as possible, even if this thing blows up, just because I think it's so important. I hope that it's impactful and I hope that it's helping. I'll get DMs from students and they'll say that it really touched them and that it really helped them with their confidence. And that to me means a lot. So definitely more of the school visits, more touring around, literally playing my music for anyone who will listen. And as far as like long term goals, I grew up doing all forms of entertainment. So I would love to like tap into the acting thing again. But this is like way down the road. Just want to do it all. Yeah. Of the bullying thing, what's a basic piece of advice you give to someone who's dealing with bullying right now? My first advice would be that whatever the situation is that you're in, it's only temporary and it's not going to last forever. And it might seem like it's going to last forever. Like when I was in school, I was with these kids who were literally tormenting me all day long every day and that was really hard to realize that there's more to life than that because when you're in middle school your whole life is school once I got out I realized first of all how fast it goes by and also it was only a chapter in my life and second advice would be instead of letting it tear you apart like I did for a little while you should have it make you stronger I think it really did prepare me for the music industry because every time I get a new fan I also get a new hater and I don't care at all when someone says I just don't like your music. I'm like, okay. Something I have to imagine as you gain in popularity, the dark edge of social media, so to speak. Right. You just have to focus on the people who care about it, the people who get excited with you, and that's all that matters. What's one of the sweetest things you've heard from a fan? I've heard from a few fans that some of my songs become like the thing that gets them through what they're going through. And to me, that means a lot because I had certain songs from certain artists that did that for me. So it's really cool to be able to do that for someone else. What was one of those songs in particular? I really loved Bless the Broken Road by Rascal Flatts. I feel like that <laughs> The wedding me. song. I know, but I also I related to it because my road was kind of messed up and broken. Yeah. Um, that's how I kind of related to it and basically a lot of Keith Urban songs too did that for me so that was really cool. You got to meet him too. Yes! <laughs> super, super cool. Highlight of my entire life. <laughs> how Australian is he in person? You know, I was re- like... <laughs> 
It was all a blur. Yeah. So I didn't even know. I didn't even notice the accent that much. I was just like the highlights, the face, <laughs> the person. <laughs> I was not expecting it. So. Oh, that's great. Well, that's all kinds of exciting. And I end every interview I give exact same question. What has you excited about the future? I feel like right now I'm just doing something that I really love and I'm just excited that I get to continue doing that and continue being super happy doing something I love. And I think that's important. It seems like you really love your job and I feel, <laughs> and I love my job. So when you love your job, it can really make a lifetime that much more enjoyable. It's good to live that seven-day life. You're not waiting for Friday. You right. love every exactly. single day. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Jesse. Thanks for having me.